We humans have a deep need to think highly of ourselves. If that opinion of our goodness, greatness, and brilliance diverges enough from reality, we become grandiose. We imagine our superiority, often a small measure of success, will elevate our natural grandiosity to even a more dangerous level. Our high self-opinion has now been confirmed by events. We forget the role that luck may have played in the success or the contributions of others. We imagine we have the golden touch. Losing contact with reality, we make irrational decisions. That is why our success often does not last. Robert Greene, welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadin, and you're in the right place to create an inspired life by making mindful decisions and taking positive actions to live harmoniously and imprint effectively on those you mentor and love. After all, the reason we are here is for the next generation, and the only way we can help them is by improving ourselves, improving how we communicate, and helping them succeed. Today we are discussing the law of grandiosity from Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature. It provides you, this book provides you with the actions that you can take, create an elevated mindset, and really live an extraordinary life. We are well on our way through this book, and if you've missed any episodes, don't worry, there will be a link in the show notes. Let's begin by understanding what Green really wants us to know. We have a natural tendency to overestimate our skills sometimes. We get there by thinking we have the Midas touch. Everything we touch turns to gold, and the only reason it does is because of our skill, our savvy, and our technique. We forget that we do not accomplish any of this alone. We forget that in our need to feel superior, our success has also an element of luck and timing. Yes, you need confidence in order to succeed, in order to grow, in order to push yourself to the next level. Agreed. What Green wants us to know is that when you become the successful person you created, you lose sight of the journey and the people and the circumstances and there it is, the luck that puts you there. This may be why people are afraid of success. They've seen or heard what it has done to others. This law is such a natural segue from last week's discussion on the fragile ego and how comparison can steal your joy. Green shares some tips on what to watch for and what you can do to keep you grounded. Stay open-minded and mm, to keep a sense of proportion when tackling the task at hand. So let's begin with what to watch for. People who are grandiose, well, that's what we're looking at first. It's like, are they grandiose? Are I grandiose? Let's, let's, let's dissect this a little bit. So the people who are grandiose are delusional and they actually think they are superior beings and therefore have an exaggerated sense of importance. The grandiose leader lives for attention and believes that they were destined for greatness. They believe that they can do whatever they want for the good of the people, even if it's not good for the people, and over-promise on what they can actually 
deliver. The grandiose leader writes their own rules. Hmm. They're above the law. They're above reproach. They, yeah, they write their own rules. And they, too, see themselves with a golden touch. <laughs> they are also invulnerable and believe that they can walk on water. So it begs the question, if we all have this natural tendency, how do we stay grounded without losing ourselves? Green gives five tips on how to know your limits and practice practical grandiosity. This is based on reality versus fantastical grandiosity in which you create such challenges that the state of overwhelm will deflate or destroy you because it's so far-fetching, so far out of your reach. You have to stay grounded in reality. So <laughs> the first tip he gives, and this is a good one, is to come to terms with your grandiose needs and have that chat with yourself. It's okay to admit to yourself that you do want attention. You do want to succeed. You do want to feel superior. It's natural. It's in all of us. Have that chat with yourself. Next, you need to concentrate your energy by focusing deeply with intention on a project or problem. The best way to do this is by owning the idea, understanding you will need to hone your skills, learn something new, and dedicate yourself to seeing it through. This takes patience and an achievable timeline. Break it down as much as possible. It's a cinch by the inch and it's hard by the yard. So if you break it down into smaller steps, it does become achievable. And allow yourself to be absorbed in your work, which will then reach a natural state of flow. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in that like, hey, wow, I just couldn't stop doing my project. Oh, I couldn't stop writing. Oh, I couldn't stop, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank. Because when you are on a roll, that is the flow that you want to reach. And it becomes natural. Third, maintain a dialogue with reality by getting feedback and critiques. Then you'll be able to improve your skills, incorporate what you have learned, and expand your imagination. Green says by doing this, you will create something practical and powerful. In doing so, remind yourself to reflect on how you got there to keep you grounded so that you can apply it to your next project. And I'm going to give you a personal example of this. I asked for feedback. I asked for reviews from people and people send me, you know, <laughs> emails and things like that. And one of the best things someone told me, not too recently, was that I needed to talk a little bit faster. And I thought, really? I didn't even realize I wasn't talking at, at a normal pace. So today, thanks to that feedback, that critique, which I took as a learning experience, I'm talking a little bit faster today. And I hope that helps out. So thanks to the person that gave me that uh, review. I love it. I love it. And I appreciate it. Okay, next, the fourth one. 
Seek out calibrated challenges just above your skill level to keep you challenged and engaged. Calibrated. I really like calibrated. It's, you know, it reminds me of a compass. You have to calibrate your compass. This is the optimum path for learning, and if you succeed, your confidence will be that much stronger. But if you fail, you will see it as a learning experience. Think Nelson Mandela. What a great leader. What a humble man. And he said, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Put that on your phone. He was a leader who knew how to calibrate his compass. Finally, let loose your grandiose energy, or as I like to say, test your mettle. Believe you can stretch further. You can achieve what you believe. You can expand your imp imagination, your horizon. You can do it. Do it in reality, though. Green says, allow yourself to feel ever so godlike because you have come so far with your improved skills and actual achievements. If you can take the time to properly work through the other principles, those are the ones I just spoke of, you will naturally return back down to earth after a few days or hours <laughs> of grandiose exuberance. So the fifth tip was to let go of your, you know, grandiose energy for success. And you think about it, come to terms with it first. Second, concentrate your energy by focusing deeply. Third, maintain a dialogue with reality. Get feedback and critique. And fourth was seek out calibrated challenges. You know, something that just gets you to the next skill level brings you a little bit higher, like keep you challenged and engaged because you know what the alternative is, is if you're not being challenged, if you become complacent, you become quickly bored. That is the downside. And what history has taught us, if nothing else, is that we are mere mortals and the law of grandiosity proves that with great power, comes great responsibility and with great responsibility comes great power and that's not a new thing that's uh, the amazing spider-man if you've been listening to my show for a while harness those powers and use them wisely look for the signs of elevated grandiosity in yourself and in others overbearing certainty in the positive outcome of your plans excessive touchiness if criticized, a disdain for any form of authority. Counteract the pool of grandiosity by maintaining a realistic assessment of yourself and your limits. Tie any feelings of greatness to your work, your achievements, and your contributions to society. That's a quote from Robert Greene. Greene ends the chapter by reminding us of the miracle of life. And that we are a miracle that we are here. And each of one is a unique creation, which is really only one more drop in the ocean. I am so grateful for you spending your precious time with me today. Thank you. I love that you want to work on your self-awareness and help others and help the next generation to succeed. I, 
I'd ask that you have the courage to share this show with someone you know, someone who, who needs a little boost, someone who needs, you know, a little reminder. You can stretch a little further. You can succeed. And uh, leave a review because uh, in the third principle I share today, in order for this show to grow and get better and thrive, I need some gracious feedback. So thank you. And I'm wishing you to live an inspired life.